On today's show, we will be getting into some player props throughout the NBA. Let's have some fun and maybe make some money for you. We'll talk about that. And the Mavericks play the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. We'll tell you the three things that you need to watch for in the game tonight on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Guess what day it is? And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The babysitting boy, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Oh, yeah. We, uh, so, fun night. Uh, for my wife and I, we went to a fun, fun hat night. you're wearing. Yeah, if you're cool, watching cool. on YouTube. Isaac is wearing a very fun hat. I'm ready. I'm ready for all the hate. I'm ready for it. Anytime <laughs> I wear any fun hats on here, what would you call uh, that hat for the people listening on the podcast? Called a tiller hat. Um, but anyway, we uh, went to a fundraiser tonight for a nonprofit called My Refuge House, uh, helping out human trafficking. Uh, victims in the Philippines. So um, yeah, it was a fashion run runway type of thing. I've never been to a fashion runway thing in my entire life. So unique experience for me. But we needed somebody to watch our kids for my <laughs> wife and I to go to this. And we had some great babysitters uh, in the form of Nick and his wife who <laughs> watched Space Jam, uh, the Michael Jordan Space yeah, Jam. Yeah, we did watch the Michael Jordan Space Jam. That yes, was great. That's the only one that exists at uh, Nick's house. And he's still a Mavs fan. He's not a Lakers fan. That Roman, your son is? Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he still walked away as a Mavs fan. <laughs> All right. Uh, on today's show, we are going to be getting into some player props. That from uh, from our friends at Bet Online, there's some really really good stuff in there that we'll uh, go through. Some fun ones we'll go back and forth on. We'll talk about the Mavs playing against the Bucks tonight. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every single day. Remember, Locked On Mavs is free and available on all platforms, even YouTube, where I'm looking right into your soul right now, and you can just you can subscribe. We are getting so close, like deceivingly close to seven 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 subscribers. That's our goal before the season, and we're like twenty something away. So close. I'm, we are like 20 away. I was going to say we're less than 100, but we're definitely. It is less than 100. That is very, that is very true. <laughs> All right. The Mavericks play a game tonight. If you're listening to this on Friday against the Milwaukee Bucks, Luca. Chris Porzingis and Tim Hardaway Jr. will all sit. We also believe that Reggie Bullock will still be away for personal reasons. He's not with the team right now. So by the time you listen to this, you may know more than us. But our guess is that he's still going to be out as well. That makes it one preseason game for Reggie Bullock. Did he play in two preseason games? Not, not many that, that he participated in. So we haven't gotten to see a lot of Reggie Bullock. Uh, the probable starters, according to Mavericks, are Jalen Brunson, Josh Green, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleba, and Dwight Powell. For the Bucks, the starting lineup, probable Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Grayson Allen, Brooke Lopez. So like their normal starting lineup. Uh, Donnie DiVincenzo is out. Bobby Portis is out. Semi Ojale is out. Rodney Hood is doubtful for the game. So it's going to be the opposite of what just the Mavs just did to the Hornets, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I'll be really curious, you know, when we look at things to watch for this game, you know, this is the last tune-up game, uh, not even tune-up game. This is the last game for these guys to kind of show, like, 
that might be on the roster bubble. Yeah. You know, like, really hey, is. this is what we have, you know? Like, what if Trey Burke doesn't play in this game? And that makes three out of the four preseason games he's a DMPCD. I would think that he's going to play in this game because, you know, Luca's setting out. But what if, you know, somebody just really, like, what if Frank Nilakina just kills it? Like, if you think that Frank's spot is still kind of up for grabs or not, I'm just... This will be the last time roster moves. A lot of them probably happen over the weekend, maybe at the early next week, like Monday or something, but probably over the weekend. And we still, we don't know what that final roster move will be for Dallas. Yeah. If I'm going to pick like three things that I'm going to try to watch for in this game, Isaac and I'll go back and forth here. First one is I'm looking at Frank Nilakina because he, he does seem like that he is on the bubble or his, his spot is not necessarily secure because of, did we did we find out if his if his spot is secure? Frank Nilakina's spot is secure. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. ESPN reported that right then. Uh, yeah, but we don't know if his spot is secure yet. And we saw some flashes from him in the last couple of preseason games. And so I want to see a little bit more. I want to see him get some extended run in this game just to see what what he's got. And maybe we'll see if if he's going to be on this team for the the long run this season. Uh, that's probably the the first thing I'm looking for because. Not a lot matters at this point, especially when Luca, KP, Tim Hardaway, Reggie Block, they're all out. Like the things that matter in this game are going to be some of these end of the bench guys, the, you know, some of these players that don't get a lot of run that'll get run in this game. Yeah, like I mean, there's nothing that's gonna happen in this game that's probably gonna change any bit of the rotation. You could probably go out on a limb and say there's nothing that's gonna happen in this game that would change the roster decision that they've probably, probably already made. But let's say that Moses Brown is the one that gets cut. Like, that's the roster move. What if he goes out in this Milwaukee game and gets 20 minutes and pulls down, like, 20 boards? You know, it has some crazy game. It would be a little tough for them to say, see ya, like, if he's on the bubble. So it's that type of thing that whoever, you know, that group of players, if Trey Burke goes out and, you know, puts up 18 points in, you know, 12 minutes or whatever it is, you're like, all right, maybe... Somebody comes calling for a trade at that point. Maybe they keep him over somebody at that point. So uh, that's, yeah, that's one of the the things that, because even like Jalen Brunson, cool, we should get a lot of minutes of Jalen Brunson in this game. I don't know what Jalen Brunson's doing in this game that's changing any bit of the rotation. Probably not, but let's get him going again. Like, let's, I want to see more of Jalen Brunson here in this preseason. Yeah, the th- if I had to pick a thing to watch for Jalen Brunson, though, it would be his connection with KP because in that last game against the Hornets, we saw a lot of Brunson and KP running the offense, and that's the thing I'm interested in. I don't yeah. care so much about him with like Dwight Powell and Maxi and guys I've seen him play a lot with before. So, but since KP is out, we I'm not there's nothing from from Brunson. I think I'm looking for uh, maybe it's can he be more of a distributor? Maybe it's can we can we see him? rack up like 10 assists or something like that in this game. Can he put an emphasis on that and kind of prove that he could be that secondary creator score plus distributor and all that? Maybe that's something we, we could see from him. The other thing I'm looking for, honestly, is Carly Jones versus Ja'Cory McLaughlin. Like just the end mm. of the bench, like last two-way spot. Uh, we think Eugene Almarui's spot is pretty secure after the game he had the other night, but yep. Carly Jones was making a real case and he was playing over Ja'Cory a lot. And I wonder if the Mavs were just throwing – you know, Carly Jones in there to see, all right, what, what do you got? We believe in Ja'Cory. We gave him that two-way spot instead of just a training camp deal. But let's see if Carly can show us something. He played really well, and it seems like it's kind of – He plays t- hard, too. He plays really hard, and it seems like it's tailed off a little bit over the last 
I guess it's only been three games, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, there's not too much we can take from it. But uh, I'd like to see if, if Carly Jones can come out and have a really, really strong game, then maybe that works in his favor. And maybe the coaching staff is like, all right, we're on the fence about both these guys. And then Carly makes his case. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, we got to see him play a little bit more. I feel like he hasn't got a ton of, you know, run over the past few compared to that first one. But if there's one player, if you're saying, hey, what's who who is one player that you're watching on Friday night against Milwaukee for Dallas with Luca and KP out, Reggie Bullock out, everybody that we've talked about. The one player I'm watching is Josh Green. Mm. I we just like Josh Green, he's not the like the biggest X factor on this team. It's like he's not that because he's not like swaying playoffs or not, but he's he's a mini a little little X factor of if you could show that Josh Green, a first round pick, 18th overall pick. If you, if he could develop into something, it's huge for this team. A wing defender, energy, you know, good contract, all of that. And on top of like, hey, trade value down on the road or part of your, you know, rotation and stuff down the road too. So I just want to see, I, I feel like he's had a preseason. It's been kind of up and down a little good moments last game, but like two games ago, I was like, what? I don't know if he knows what he's doing on the floor. <laughs> so I, I'm he's the one player I'm watching the most on Friday. Yeah, I think he's also got a lot to lose. He's not going to lose his roster spot, but he could lose a lot of minutes, right? Sterling Brown has looked yeah. pretty good. We talked about him last episode talking about the Hornets game. And so if Sterling Brown looks good, obviously Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock have their spots in the rotation. They're going to garner a ton of minutes at the wing. And Tim Hardaway, I guess, if you consider him a wing too, he's going to get a lot of minutes. And so where does Josh Green fit into that? It is the Sterling Brown Josh Green conversation even anything, <laughs> right? Is it is there any competition there, or is it just all right? Josh Green fight for whatever you can get afterwards. So that that's an interesting one as well. All right, coming up, let's get into some of these player props across the NBA. They have uh, basically like over under on points per game, over under on rebounds, triple doubles, uh, you know, assists per game, things like that. We're gonna we're gonna fly through some of these. And look at across the league and see which players we're thinking are going to be better or worse, and we'll we'll make our we'll make our picks on these. So, speaking of making picks, Prize Picks is a NBA daily fantasy made easy. It really is. It's incredibly easy to use Prize Picks. They offer more NBA props than any other daily fantasy prop operator, and offer all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. You can bet on anything. I want. I bet right now they have a Josh Green like over under points uh, prop that you can you could take for the game uh, against the Bucks. They have even NBA preseason stuff right now, but you can do this in football as well. You just go and they offer a prop. So let's say you're taking all right, Patrick Mahomes, 350 passing yards. Take the over on that. Then you could pick, you could combine that with something else. You can combine that with something in the NBA. And you can combine that with Luka Doncic, you know, 30 points or something over under. You pick the under on that one. You can combine those. Prize pick will give you like the odds on that. And you can put some money up against it. And then all of a sudden you can make money, you know, on NBA and football stuff at the same time. So go check it out. Prize picks. Use the promo code NBA. And they will match your deposit up to $100. So you put in $100, they will match it and give you $100 to work with if you use the promo code NBA. PrizePicks.com, use the promo code NBA. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some of these player props. BetOnline.ag, our friends over there, have a bunch of player props over under for the season. These are season totals. Um, 
Let's start with one that is intriguing to me, and we were just talking about it a little bit. The Lakers were playing the Kings as we started recording this. Russell Westbrook, points, assists, rebounds. These are all three separate over-unders that you could take. 22 points, 10 assists, 9.5 rebounds for Russell Westbrook. What are your thoughts on each of those three? They're they're basically saying he's going to average almost a triple-double again this year. 22 10, nah, 10, t- 10 assists, yeah, nine, re- nine and a half rebounds. The one that initially sticks out to me is the nine and a half rebounds. I do not think he's going to get that on this team, especially if with they're going to with Carmelo for sure. Like Carmelo is, I, I love watching Carmelo just because of the screaming he does every time he grabs a rebound, but it's Anthony Davis and they're starting a center. They're, they're started, you know, De- uh, DeAndre Jordan in this game against the, the Knicks or the Kings tonight. They've start, you know, they've they've played these bigs next to Anthony Davis, even though Anthony Davis has said, I'm gonna play the five this year. It's apparently not in the starting lineup, and it's apparently not all the time either. They're going to use it probably to close games, probably in tight games, but if they don't have to, they're gonna play a center next to Anthony Davis. And a center plus Anthony Davis plus LeBron plus maybe it's Carmelo. That's a lot of dudes that can grab rebounds. And I don't know if he's getting nine and a half this year. It'll it'll probably be like eight or something like that, but nine and a half is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely take the the under on that and yeah i mean you look at his his averages last year in washington 22 11 assists uh 11 rebounds and you know this is a difference you know we were going back and forth you know before this pod on like where we think the lakers finish in the west you, you know you you're pretty adamant that they're they'll finish first in the west i don't think that they'll finish first in the west um yeah i just want to i'm so curious of just russ Russ has been he was unleashed he's been unleashed for so long now these past few years now asking him to go from hey go just carry this Washington team to now you're going to play a specific role and now you have to adjust to LeBron and AD and all of that that's what I'm really curious like I think they'll win games and especially when like LeBron's out and it's like all oh, LeBron's going to rest here well there you go like you have your guy that him and AD like they're fine I'm just I'm really curious especially come playoff time, how that's going to fit. Yeah, and my thing is they're going to be number one in the West in the West because those three guys are just so good, and none of their problems really show up in the regular season except injuries and rest, right? Like, those are the only things that would keep them. And honestly, you make predictions not thinking guys are going to miss a bunch of games. Anthony Davis will probably miss 10 to 15 games. He always does every year. Yeah. Um, but I, I think this team will still be really good. The scoring one is an interesting one, though. He he averaged 22 points last year, and their mm-hmm. over-under is 22 points this year. That has to go down for me. 22 points on this team with – last year he was playing with Beal, and they that that team got up and down the floor. Like, they they ran. They had a they scored a lot of points on that team, and he only scored 22. So I might go under on that, too. I might go under on all three of them here. No, I think he gets the assist. I think he'll get over 10 assists. A game. Have we ever had a team where two guys average like nine assists a game on the same team? I don't think LeBron will average that same, the same yeah, amount. Probably not, but we'll see. Uh, Kyle Lowry, the one that got away, the one that almost chose the Mavs again. Mm. Points per game, 17. Assists per game, seven and a half. I think I'm going under on both of those, man. Like the whole thing about Jimmy Butler is that he likes to have the ball in his hands too. And he's really good with the ball in his hands. He is a creator. He created a lot for the, the heat last year. And I don't, I don't think Kyle Lowry is going to get those kind of counting stats with the heat. So he averaged 17 points a game last year, right? On a bad Raptors team on a bad Raptors team. And then you look at this heat team 
Wait, you look at last year. You look at their averages last year. Jimmy Butler, 21 a game. Bam, 18 a game. Then you're looking at Tyler Hero, which you know is in the same category as Trey and Luca, at 15. And then Kendrick Nunn, who's now off the team, at 14 points a game. Dragic, 13. He could get to 17, but I, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he does because... Like you still have Duncan Robinson, you still have Tyler Hero. Like that's and Tyler Hero is like in the conversation with Luca, Trey Young, and and John no, Morant. No, no, he's now, not right? in the same. He's on the same level, like same group. Sorry, he's on the same level according to him. He he yes. is in the same category, on the same level. <laughs> the craziest quote from like the they offseason. have some, but that's the thing though. Like they have some <laughs> points to go around to where like if he if he hit that seventeen mark, I wouldn't be surprised because. You look at a guy like Kendrick Nunn last year, averaged almost 15 a game. He's gone. You know, like Dragic averaged, you know, 13 points a game. He's gone. So they have some points to go around. I just think that Hero and Robinson, you know, I think those will collectively just cut into that Lowry mark. So I think we could see a a potential. (laughs) You say that Lowry mark. Yes. I, I, well, that, yeah, that number there. I, that Lowry marketing. I think we could see. Like a career assist number for Lowry this year. He's like their well, the thing that's that's my thing about Jimmy Butler. Like, what's is he gonna just is Jimmy Butler gonna finish a bunch of you know passes from Lowry? That's not what he that's not what he does, right? He's like mm. a has the ball in his hands creator too. So when you have two creators like that, I guess they sort of had that in the, with the Raptors and Fred Van Vliet, but not really. And Butler's just Butler's just a high usage guy, which is why I think that Lowry's stats will be a little down. And don't forget, PJ Tucker averages a lot of points, so that <laughs> could cut in. You're just lying to people now. <laughs> Demar Derozan, Chicago Bulls, new player, 22 points, four and a half assists for him. What do we feel about those numbers? Playing next to Zach Levine now, he uh, was getting high up there in, in assists last season. I think he averaged like six and a half assists, and that was some. That was like a new thing to his game. It seems like every two years he ups his assist by like two. And so, but the assist with this team though, I, I don't know. Is he the guy creating every once in a while for this team? Or is yeah. it Zach Levine creating Lonzo creating, you know, even Vooch is a good, like a p- good passer as a center. I'm not sure he creates that much for this team because they're going to spread it around a lot. I, this team is fascinating to me. I think if, if there's a team that I would want to watch, if I had the time, if I had to pick another team that said, Hey, I want to watch their first 10 games, like all 10 of their games, yeah. and, you know, the season, just to see like how it's fitting together. It's Chicago. But you look at last year, Levine averaged 27, Vooch averaged 21. After that, you're looking at Kobe White at 15, which what it, is his role even anymore? At He's all. like way down the depth now as far as options on offense because it's. It's probably one Zach Levine, two DeRozan, three Vooch, four Lonzo, five like uh, Patrick Williams, I guess. <laughs> then, you know, you can just keep going down the line. Yeah. So, like, are they going to have three 20 point per game scores on this team with Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch? And then if they do, where's Lonzo? Is Lonzo just not shooting? He's just, you know, averaging 13 assists a game and it's like, hey. <laughs> You're just, he's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy racking up assists. Also, I, I don't think DeRozan hits 22 a game. He didn't hit 22 last year. He's only he's only averaged over 22 points a, a game in his career. Let's see, once, twice with Toronto, and then 
three times with Toronto and four times with Toronto. And they were all basically in a row. Those like main years where they were up against the Cavs in the playoffs. So yeah, I don't think he hits that. I think his assist numbers could go up. I think they want to get Levine playing off the ball a little bit more. So, you know, put the ball, because I mean, yeah, we've, we've said this a, a lot, but like, where is DeRozan when Levine has the ball? Like he's not spotting up in the corner. Yeah, so you, then you put the ball in DeRozan's hands. You have him run a little bit more of those actions and then have yeah. Lonzo and, you know, Levine streaking on the sides, Vooch, wherever Vooch is, yeah. <laughs> top of the key, you know, wings, all that. Uh, speaking, though, let's throw this one real quick. You mentioned Lonzo. What's he going to average on this team? His over-under for points is 14. His over-under for assists is 7. And then rebounds is 5.5. What's his point total again? 14. Just 14 flat, not even a half. He averaged last year 14 and a half on the Pelicans. I can't imagine he averages the same on this team. Is he saying more? No, less. He's just he's just out there finishing and he's just out there hitting some threes. I don't he's not creating for himself. They, they don't have a, they don't have enough possessions to give for Lonzo to just go like create stuff like he was trying to do last year with the Pelicans. Yeah, man, that 14 number is su- such a good number. It is. If it was like 16, I would be like, no, under. Yeah. If it was like 12, I'd be like, no, it's it's over. It's going to be right around 14 because if if he goes over that, then that means some of these averages come down. That means Levine's not averaging 27 a game. I think it. then Levine goes down to like 24 a game. DeRozan is like 16, 17. You know, Vooch is around 18 to 20. You know, Lonzo's around that 14 to 15 mark. Like, that's something you're looking at, but it's also going to be harder for them, too, when, if they don't stagger. Like, we don't know how much they're going to stagger in their minutes, and are they all playing together all the time? Like, I, I'm i so fascinated by this team. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting to see how it all plays out. Who's the alpha? Is it, it does, is yeah. there any, is there any kind of, like, small Levine versus DeRozan? Who's the guy taking the shot at the end? You know, it's still a Daniel Tice. Team. Like who's taking it? <laughs> Daniel Tice is not on this team anymore. Is he not? I don't think so. Oh, dang. Yeah. He's on the Rockets. Uh, yeah. There, is there any kind of that between Levine and DeRozan? Because, um, yeah, at the end of games, we'll, we'll see. So, all right, coming up, let's get into a bunch more of these. Hope you're enjoying this. We will be talking more about, um, so over unders, we got some Mavs we'll do coming up and people some rook- hate numbers, Nick. some rookies. They do. They hate numbers and charts and anything that we try to do. Coming up, we'll get into that. But before we do, let me tell you about Theragun. I do Lockdown NBA with uh, Adam Moritz every single thir- every single Friday on Lockdown NBA podcast. And he says that the Theragun is the one item that he would save in his house. The item, not the human or whatever, but the one item that he would save in his house if his house was on fire. It is It is absolutely great. Moritz you- is getting a different type of paycheck than I am with uh, ads. <laughs> With he he did he bought the Theragun himself because he was like I need something like this he needed some kind of handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth speed and power it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush it'll help you relieve some of that stress the muscle tension all that Adam Mars said he needed one of those and he got one from Theragun go to therabody.com slash locked on right now. Get your Gen 4 Theragun today. You can get a Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. You can try it out for 30 days. If you don't like it after 30 days, you send it back. Therabody.com slash locked on. Therabody.com slash locked on. Also, I want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're everywhere. 
The other day, I was looking back at one of our YouTube videos and an ad popped up on the screen and I hope it happens right now. It was a Built Bar ad on, on our YouTube channel. Uh, either Google knows way too much about us or they can hear our thoughts or they Creepy. can hear our, our ads. I got a new box in the mail yesterday of the Churro Puff Bars. The puffs are awesome. Uh, and they're, they're not available anymore. You have to get on these Built Bars as soon as they come out because the new flavors will go just like that. Go check it out. Right now, the Rocky Road Bar is available. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, 6 grams of sugar, a bar covered in 100% chocolate. Go check it out. Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off any order that you make at Built.com. All right, Isaac Harris. We're diving through some of these player props and going through some of these. We've been going through a bunch of the new players on new teams, kind of the, the fun ones throughout the league. Kemba Walker on the Knicks. Locked on Knicks guys are like all in on this this team. They they are just like so in on this wow. offense. Gavin Shaw of Locked on Knicks thinks that they're going to be a top like ten offense in the league, which is kind of insane to me. But does hey. Kemba did Kemba get new knees that I don't know about? Or <laughs> this is the problem. The thing is though, if his knees are right, he's playing, and that's th- that's the points per game that they're going to count on this, right? They don't count points when he's not playing because of his knees. <laughs> the over under for Kemba Walker in points eighteen and a half. No, <laughs> I don't know. No. I know. Sorry, that, that is that's a lot of points for him on this Knicks team. Especially they just added Fournier. They obviously still have Julius Randle. Is Julius Randle going to play a lot different this season? Let I'm me give saying- you the let me give you their averages from last year. Julius Randle averaged twenty four points a game last year. How many All shots NBA a guy. game did he average? <laughs> uh, Eighteen a game. Twenty four points a game. Next under that, R.J. Barrett, seventeen points a game. You know who's like probably not going to like. They're not going to try to regret regress regress regress. Is that right? Decrease? Yeah. Well, cause regression for you know something. Yeah, like, like R.J. Barrett's not going to go down. Like you don't want. I mean, you might take a shot or two away from him, but he had 14 shot attempts a game. Derrick Rose next on the on this list, 15 points a game. He's still on the team. Alec Burks still on the team. Quickly still on the team. Still on the team. Like all these guys are still on the team. So now you're adding in Fournier and Kimball Walker and essentially Mitchell Robinson too coming back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who's, who's getting finishes at the rim? Like, that's how a lot of plays are going to finish for them. Yeah, I'm not. Sorry. No. He's not averaging 18 a game. Kemba. No, yeah. Kemba, Kemba's not. No. 18 and a half is that. So even if he averages 18, we could still win this on the under. Kevin so. Knox? I mean, he's still on this team. <laughs> he tried to play in Summer League. They just didn't let him. Oh. His assist per game is five. He's going under that. He went under that last year and the year before that. He's only ever had the highest assist per game in his career was six, and that was his third year with Charlotte. It just depends on how much he plays, and we just don't know. Like even, yeah. like even the games he suits up, like what's Tibbs's like limit on that? He loves defense. He loves round, like ice, ice. So, so you got Rose and quickly. I mean, it's it's quickly just like out of the rotation now. Dodge, dodge. What's what's quickly doing? So. We got to remember Taj Gibson. You know Taj Gibson had 21 points in their game the other night. <laughs> really? Yes. Was it a scrimmage? Was it a fan jam? <laughs> it was preseason, so I guess kind Nick's of. fan jam? <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie on the Washington Wizards. Points per game, 20 and even 20. Wow. Is he straight up filling in the points that Russell Westbrook left and, and took away? Uh, Yeah, I'm, a, I'm actually here for that. I, Do you think I so? Like, I like Dinwiddie a lot, and I think, yeah. I mean, who else is who else is getting buckets on this team? 
Kuzma. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean getting <laughs> buckets. I'm not saying like shooting, trying for buckets. I'm saying Kuzma getting... had like 30 the other night. He had like six threes. Uh, Bradley Beal's the, I mean, the obvious one. He He's making a, a bunch of buckets on this team. But the, the thing about this team is they're going to score like 130 points a game, but they're also going to allow 140. Yes. It's, it's the same team. They're just running back again with different parts. Uh, with Montrez Harrell playing a big deal for them with, you know, Kuzma with KCP. I get like Kuzma and KCP are, are decent defenders, but um, yeah, th- this team is going to have to be scoring a lot to keep up with other teams. Their their whole wing situation is, is really strange with Rui and Denny and then uh, Kuzma, I guess, too. There's just, and, and Davis Bertans. Like, there's just a lot of there's a lot of dudes that can get buckets on this team, but they're going to have to get even more buckets on this team to keep up yeah. with teams that are going to score on them. Like Russ, Russ had 19, <laughs> 19 field goal attempts a game last year. Like those are just up for grabs Oof. now. So. Yeah, not saying, taking all them. not saying, you know, Dinwiddie's attempting 20 shots a game, but outside, I mean, are, is Rui getting more shots now or is it, you know, Berton? Like, I just, I think that it's going to be there. So I, I, I actually like him at over 20. You want the Kuzma number over under points? Sure. 14 and a half. No. You don't think he hits that? What was he at last year? 13 on the Lakers. He's getting 15 points a game. I guess. I mean, come on. He's getting 15 points a game. I'm calling it. Like, just, are you playing him over Rui? Yes, they, they're starting him. I mean, no, they're playing him. They're playing him together, basically. Okay. So it's like Rui, Kuzma, Bill, yeah, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie, and, and Gafford. Okay. Thomas That's, Bryant's coming back. So maybe Thomas Bryant slips in there, but we don't know how Wes Hudson Jr. feels about. Who's the better player in five years, Rui or Kuzma? Oof. Who sold more shoes? Don't care. I'm taking. <laughs> no, Rui's sold more shoes. <laughs> um, the better player. I don't know. Rui can hit some shots. Like we saw Rui in the Olympics, he can hit some shots that just I like, you're like, Rui. You're like, oh dang. But Kuzma, he knows he knows his role. He can play defense better. I think there's just yeah. I'm taking Rui. <laughs> okay. Shocker. That'll be like our long term board board bet. <laughs> Uh, you want to run through? Let's see if there, there's got to be some Mavs on on this list for sure. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of rookies. You want to do some rookies? Rookie Cade Cunningham points per game, 15 and a half. Uh, I'm going to suck at these as far as like context for rookie points per game. The rookies are hard. They are. They have one for Shangoon too. Like, and we just Ooh. don't know, like some of them, we just don't know their full role. And All right, let's go through Dallas Mavericks. Luka it. Doncic points per game 29. <laughs> oh man. Wow. That's such a good number. Um okay, so for reference last year he averaged 27 a game. Yeah, look at that 29 mark. Beal averaged what? 33, 34 a game yeah. last year. Um I'm going to take the under. Yeah, 29 is a lot. That's just a lot of points. And if and the hope for this season is that KP is a lot better. So KP is then taking taking some of the offensive load. Tim Hardaway maybe is taking some. I mean, some that's the biggest he's... difference of this team is Luka is getting everyone involved and sharing the ball, you know? Stop. that's <laughs> People that people that don't listen to every pod don't know you're being sarcastic. That's sarcasm, guys. I'm sick and tired of the narrative, <laughs> all right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Luka, 29 points. That's just a lot. I think I'll go under there. Rebounds, 
Eight and a half assists, nine for Luca. I think I think Luca averages ten assists a game this year. Let's go. I'm feeling it. Yeah, to yeah. over go over nine on Luca assists. Triple doubles, fifteen and a half. That is that is too low. Fifteen and a half is triple doubles. Or just oh, triple double number. Slam that over. What did he get last year? Uh, okay, Chris Osborzingis points per game, twenty and a half. It's basically <laughs> the same thing he did last year. I mean, if he plays majority of the games, it's over. It doesn't matter if he plays majority of the games. He just has <laughs> he just has to score more than twenty points in the games that he does play. I'm going over. Sure. I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid. First healthy off season. Yeah, I'll take the over. <sighs> twenty and a half. He can do that. He gets to twenty one, and boom, he's there. Twenty two yeah. points. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. points per game sixteen and a half. Under. Under 16 and a half. Yeah. Not feeling a bump, a Luca bump. He's going to be playing with Luca a lot more. He will, but I just think there's, I mean, like Josh Richardson sucked. So I, <laughs> I think, I think they're like the guys that they're going to ask to step into that role. I think they're going to like score more. Like Reggie Bullock's going to hit some shots. Like Sterling Brown's going to hit some shots. So, you know, Dor- I think Dorian and Maxi, I think they're probably looking around the same, you know, nine to eight points a game, but. We're hoping Brunson scores a little bit. So I don't think I think Tim hovers around the 15, 16 mark. And that and that's okay. Like that's fine. Jalen Brunson, 12 and a half points. Yeah, that's what he was at last year. Give me the over. He's gotten better every year. The way that he, he talked about that Clipper series in our Media Day interview, I'm taking the over on everything Brunson. <laughs> yeah. I do wonder if him and Tim will correlate. Like, if Brunson goes up, will Tim go down? Or can they both go up? Well, the thing is, what we've seen so far is that that Brunson and KP are in that second that second unit, technically, where they'll play together. That Because against the Hornets, that was technically their dress rehearsal. And we saw Luka and, and KP and Tim start together. And then off the bench, it was Brunson, Sterling. Um, it was like Josh Green, Maxi, KP. Yeah. And so I think that... Yeah, I think that, that Brunson's going to have some opportunity, is what I'm saying. Okay. There you go. Those are the Dallas Mavericks props. BetOnline.ag, promo code locked on if you want to get a 50% welcome bonus. That's a, that's a bonus Bet Online ad right there that they can just use. <laughs> All right, guys, we will be back with a post game. I will be joined by Luke Askew from the from Mavs Moneyball after the, Whoa, after the, Luke, the bus let's game. Let's go. And so you'll want to check that timer. out on YouTube. Subscribe. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Oh!